Hello, welcome to Beautifully Made. I am your host, Melanie Ivy, and this is another exciting session. We have our special guest today is Lydia Dunn. Thank Hello. you so much for joining us Thank today. Thank you for having me. I am so excited about this opportunity to talk to Lydia. So let's get started. Okay. Tell the people a little bit about you. Well, my name is Lydia Dunn, and yes. I'm from um, Augusta, Georgia, originally from Washington, D.C. Hmm. Um, I came down south to go to college, and okay. I ended up staying here. What? Yes. That's, a, that's amazing. Now, what made you stay here? Well, a man, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I went to college here, um, and then I met my first husband. Okay. Um, Notice I said first. I did. Yes. But then I'm going to have a second one, okay. too, so don't worry about that. Okay. So well, okay. I, ha I have a second one, too. Okay. Okay. I, I, okay. And the best one. Come on now. <laughs> so you're giving me a hope. Come on now. The first one was not the best one. Okay. It, it was the one of preparation. Come, listen, you done said a mouthful mm -hmm. right there. Sometimes the Lord will give you someone so that you can see what you don't want. Yes. And to grow you. Did y'all hear what she said? And to make you appreciate mm -hmm. what, the man that you have coming down the road absolutely so you know don't give up hope mm -hmm. if the first marriage doesn't work out or the first relationship doesn't work out and I, should, I would say even the second one yeah you know just trust in God and, and let him order your steps I love that already I mean we haven't even got started I want to delve more into that okay so uh, <laughs> that was fascinating and that's so true um that's definitely the attitude I'm taking mine was just what not to do and then ready for what I should do. And I'm excited about the opportunity. We are not talking about that right now. All right, so we're gonna go back into talking more about you. So tell the people more about you. You know, what What makes you tick? What makes you smile every day? What kind of impact do you make, you know, in this world? Cause you are a very powerful lady. So I want you to share that with them. It's funny that you said I'm powerful because yes. when I try to describe what I do, mm -hmm. I have a really hard time with that hmm. because I do so many things. And so I was talking to my daughter. Mm -hmm. And I said, what, would, what title would you give me? Because I am a photographer, I am an mm -hmm. educator, I'm a student, mm -hmm. I'm a mom, yep. I'm a child of God, Come on now. I'm a wife, mm -hmm. I, you know, I minister, I, I'm an inspirational speaker, I'm an author. And so I struggled with that mm -hmm. for a long time. And sometimes I still struggle with it. And sometimes, some kind of way I managed to get it done. Absolutely. And so she dubbed me Wonder Woman. She said, because I, love I wonder. It. How you get it all done. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. So your cape is not wrinkled. No. Your cape is always together. No. it's. I, I won't say it's always together. We okay. always have our, we have our moments <laughs> Absolutely. Now. Absolutely. But I do. I feel like, you know, sometimes I wonder myself, how do I do it? But it's through prayer and meditation. Now, you just said a mouthful because you mentioned you wear many hats. Many hats. All women wear many hats if they're very honest with themselves. Yes. How many people are daughters? How many people are mothers, aunties, grandmothers, godmothers, in addition to having a job, in addition to whatever God has put into your heart right. to be a minister or whatnot? So we do wear a lot of hats. So I'm curious, Miss Lydia. Yes. <laughs> I'm curious how um, have you been able to balance that in the sense of, was this something that you saw as a child, your mom, for example, was wearing multiple hats and you saw her strength through that? What kind of examples did you see growing up in the same way? I grew up in a two, two-parent family. Okay. Um, my dad was a hard worker. He was an ambulance driver. Oh. Had very limited education, to be honest. Wow. Um, my mother was a, a licensed practical nurse, but mm. she worked many jobs. And oftentimes I had to accompany her to her her 
multiple jobs. Okay. Um, because I was the youngest of three. Okay. And so I saw a lot and I saw her work hard and, and, and I saw the struggle, mm -hmm. but she made it and she made it all possible. And mm -hmm. so I believe that's where my inspiration comes from. Okay. And so, you know, I was inspired by my mom and I, I want to inspire others that, that you can do it all. And I learned yes. this, this last, um, in this last year, because I kept trying to say, well, I can't do that. I have to do this. Wow. You know, so why you can't limit that? On yourself. Right. Okay. I, I feel like I have multiple gifts. You do. But I, I didn't know that I could operate in all of them. My goodness. Now Until, tell me more about, wait a minute. Did you hear what she said? <laughs> wait, so you're saying you th you put the, who put the limits on you? Did you put I that put the limits on, myself. on yourself? And why did you do that? Because you think, you know, you don't have enough time in the day. Mm. Um, I can't do this. And my mom always taught me if you can't do the best job, mm. don't do mediocre. I got you. So I said, well, I can't do that. I can't work at church in the multimedia ministry and be a full-time doctoral student. I can't do my photography and my 365 days of personal praise. I can't do it all hmm. and do it, all, do it effectively. Mm -hmm. And I learned from the P3 conference. Come on, um, P3. Yes. The yes, P3 my fellow three P3-er. Yes, <laughs> yes, we are. We're, we're P3 yes. family. I learned at that conference that I can operate in all of my gifts. Absolutely. That's a big lesson um, that you learned. I too had to learn the same lesson. I was limiting everything God made me to be to fit in. Have mm. you ever had that experience where you just sort of, I wouldn't even say dumb yourself down, but you limited what you allowed to be shared because you just felt like it was just too much. People be overwhelmed by who you really are. I think I, I, I totally agree mm -hmm. and I think I didn't believe in my own abilities. Wow. That that I was my biggest roadblock. Mm. Confidence or lack confidence. lack of confidence. Okay. And I really learned, I mean, at this late stage in life as far as I'm concerned, but that it's never too late. It is not. You've said a lot right there. Did you hear that? It's never too late. No. You can start from where you are. Right. And fulfill everything he put in you. And, and I'm so excited about it. That's awesome. I get up every morning um, at 4 a.m. Mm -hmm. And I, I'm not a morning person, let me tell you that. Are you not? No, I'm not a morning person at all. And you do it every morning? Every morning. <laughs> every morning I become very disciplined okay. to get up at 4 a.m. Yes. And, I, and I, you know, as a young child, I learned to listen. Mm. I listen to older people and I listen to, you know, people who have, who have made it. I, okay. I, can, I feel like you can learn something from everybody. I agree with you. Whether it's the custodian. Absolutely. Whether it's the president. I agree. Whatever, whatever that person is, wherever you may be, I think you can learn something from everybody and everyone is worth knowing. I agree because I think everybody that crosses your path is there for a reason. Absolutely. Be it a custodian, somebody passing on the street, or somebody that comes in your way. Maybe you were off to that day to go a different route. There's a reason for everything that you experience literally every day. But you said something, you, you listen. And that's powerful because a lot of people don't get still enough to listen. That mm -hmm. means they don't listen to their own inner voice that's talking to them and giving them exactly what they need, but it's too many distractions around. Yes. So talk more about how you've been able to listen. Hmm. How impactful has that been for who you are today? Because now you've unleashed she is free, y'all. She has all her gifts working. I am. So talk about that because I think that's very powerful. It's it's ironic that you asked me that how did I learn to listen? Mm -hmm. I'm not sure how I learned to listen. I think I've always heard God's voice. Hmm. And I never wanted to acknowledge that. Wow. And I'm embarrassed to say that. Don't be embarrassed. But I, I tell my, my kids, mm -hmm. um, I tell my husband all the time that God speaks to me. He does. 
speaks and I to think me he too. Speaks, Guess what? He does. And he's clearly speaking. He does clearly speak. Now sometimes speak. he speaks he speaks in different ways. Um, for me, he speaks through people and he speaks very clear. As, as clear as I'm talking to you, mm-hmm. I hear him. I do. But that's because I listen. So that's why it hit me in my heart when you said that because I know how powerful it is yeah. to learn how to listen. Yes. So talk more about that. You know, what does yeah. that mean for you? Because to, I see you light up every time you talk about it. I do. Because there's a freedom in it. It is. Yeah. It is. I've learned I've learned to listen and to meditate and to mm. take time to just be still. Mm-hmm. That you have to have that time in your day to just be still. Mm-hmm. And that's the only way that you're going to hear God's voice and know the plan that he has for your life. Mm-hmm. And I stopped trying to control everything. Uh-oh, wait. Did you say control? Control. Okay, so this is a good topic. <laughs> we as women, we're always kind of control everything. Yes. We're trying to control when things are going to happen and why it's going to happen. Yes. We're trying to always think ahead. But sometimes when it, I know, it's not even sometimes, it's all the time. When it comes to hearing, like you just mentioned, mm-hmm. God's voice, Yes. you have to give up control. Yes, you have to and just relinquish hard. it. That's really hard to do. It's very difficult. Yeah. It's very difficult, but I found so much freedom and so much Mm. peace and just just letting go and letting things happen. If I'm running late, there's a reason why I'm running late. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's good. (laughs) If if I'm not able to make an engagement, I'm not supposed to. Yes. If I wait my alarm doesn't go off, it wasn't supposed to go off at that time. I gotcha. I totally agree. You just have to (laughs) let him let him carry you through your life mm-hmm. and I ask my, my prayer every day is to for the Lord to order my steps absolutely and I and I honestly you ha- you have to practice it you have to practice letting go and yes. letting God that's so powerful. it's difficult it's extremely difficult because you have so many demands on you every day to be in control of what has been given to you as a responsibility right be it your photography be it you know your mother you know, but your wife, those are responsibilities that you just can't ignore. Right. So sometimes people have trouble fitting in. Where does God fit in this? You know, and so I'm glad that you see that you make a, you make, you are disciplined enough to actually fit him in mm-hmm. and you understand the importance of that. So I'm excited. That's, that's, yeah. that's big because so many people struggle with that, you know? Well, for me, it, I think it happened maybe four or five years ago. It may be mm-hmm. more, but it was a new year's. Eve service at my church, okay. Tabernacle Baptist Church. Okay, and my pastor gave a um, charge mm-hmm. to to for the next year to get up and to thank God for one thing every day. That's awesome. And so I was always one of those kind of people. I sleep with my phone under the pillow <laughs> <laughs> because that's my alarm, and I just oh. needed to be right there. Okay. Me. And so I would get up and I would check Facebook or Instagram or whatever immediately. What mm-hmm. And so I said, you know, God, I don't have enough time to do My to do all that. And I said, well, how, he said, how, how do you not have time? So I made that the first wow. thing I did every day mm-hmm. of every morning. And I got up early just to do it when the house was quiet. And so I started writing 365 days of personal praise. Look at that. But I wrote it for myself, or at mm. least that's what I thought I that's was writing it for. That's what you thought. Uh-huh. Didn't we just say that everything happened right. for a reason? <laughs> I thought I was writing it for myself. Uh-huh. And it's several years later, and I have scores of writings. And you know how Facebook will bring up yes. your old posts. Yes. And so it was this past year that they started to come up again. Hmm. And every time I read one, I don't even remember writing it. That's and that's why I know it had to be the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. And so I started um, putting on those posts, hashtag blessed by my own words. 
Wow, I like that. Because I've been blessed by my own words that I don't even remember writing. That's amazing. And others are blessed by your words. Right. And that you didn't even know. Right. You weren't even writing it for them. And that's what the people started. I started getting responses from strangers all over the, all over wow. the country, all over the world, saying, please write more. Please wow. write more. And so I'm going to use that to write a book or several oh book series. Oh, my gosh. That's what I'm talking about. Yes. Isn't it amazing how he takes something that you just were obedient in? Right. And he blows your mind with something that you were just doing. Completely blew my mind. He's amazing. He I must say. So I can see from what you've shared so far, he's actually built up. You mentioned earlier in the interview about, you know, you suffer with self, um, self-confidence and self-esteem issues, but I don't see that today. So tell me about the, the journey. You know, you've gotten to the place where you have self-love. Right. You're very confident in who you are and you own it because it's about ownership once you get there. But it's a journey. Right. So talk to me about what that means to you. What is self-love to you? Self-love is just accepting yourself wherever mm -hmm. you are in life. Yeah. Accepting what you see in the mirror, but always working toward to make yourself better. Mm -hmm. um, I enjoy exercise. I enjoy running. I enjoy um, CrossFit. Okay. Um, I enjoy all kinds of things. However, that doesn't define whether I'm I'm beautiful or not. Did y'all hear that? It just it doesn't. It, it has nothing to do with it. Beauty starts from the inside. Absolutely. And I think once you find that that true happiness, that true sense of peace, that that true sense that I am operating in what God <laughs> wants me to be. Yes. In this life then I think that's where you find your, your true inner beauty, you, your totally true agree. peace. I totally agree. And I found that. And that is a gift. That is a priceless gift to have ownership of. Because I didn't have it. Exactly. But you have it now. I and do. I think that's phenomenal. And I want to share it with others. Yes. I, I want to share it with the it young people. You. That's it. Yes. So talk to me about that. You know, if you let me give you another question because I'm okay. curious now. All right. Now, you've talked to me about how you've gotten to this point. So. If you could talk to your younger self about who you are today, because I see it, I feel the energy. I mm. feel how you are feeling yourself and you are, you are good. You are comfortable. You are at peace at this point. But we all, me too, have gone through where you weren't quite there at a younger age. For me, I didn't quite have those representations to tell me I was enough, to tell me I'm beautiful, to tell inside and out, not just the physical. Right. So talk to me about what that, what would you tell your younger self? about who you are today and about how important it is to love yourself from the inside out. If I had to go back and tell my younger self, I would tell my younger self to not waste time on wow. other people's opinions. Wow. I tell, I tell my younger self that I am my only competition. That's good. I tell my younger self to love yourself. Mm -hmm. Love what you see because love starts with you first. Because Absolutely. nobody else can love you. Nobody. If you don't love you. Nobody. I think that's a very powerful message and I think young people need to know more about that. Because if they can get that at a younger age, they'll be unstoppable exactly. when they get to be adults. And so I'm excited about the fact that you have a passion for instilling that in the children that you encounter. So they get it from someone, even if they don't have that, because I'm seeing a lot of times, they may not have a family through which they can get that. So you're feeling a void in every path that you go to. And so you said you're in the school system? I am. I am a school social worker. 
but I taught for the um, past 13 years. I taught special education and I taught English language arts in the high school. Okay. But I am now a school social worker uh, for four elementary schools in Richmond County, Georgia. And so I see the need every day with, wow. with the little people. I, I can't even imagine oh how goodness. God took me from high school I can't either. back to elementary school. But you, it starts from the beginning and yeah. you see so many children hurting mm -hmm. and without parents mm -hmm. and, and unloved. And so my kids have always, I have four children and okay. they have always understood that these are all of my kids. Yes. They text me, they call awesome. me. And you know, I got a text just before I came up here to, really? to speak to you from one of my students. Okay. And he said, Miss Dunn, I love you and oh, I miss you. Oh my goodness. Yeah. And so it's still there. You know, I minister yeah. in, in whatever realm I'm in, but the children, God has placed me with the kids. Mm -hmm. And so I've done self-esteem groups. Oh, that's awesome. Um, we have a group um, coming in on Tuesday for mm -hmm. one of my schools. Um, it's me about me period oh, I and love they're it. coming in um, to talk about self-love and, awesome. and self-respect and that you don't have to look for it outside of, right. of, of yourself mm -hmm. and so I just try to do a lot of that in the schools that um, is good because it's so needed today yeah. so many kids need that and they, if they have that I'm so glad you're there you know and you're using your voice you're using your time to actually pour back into people who may yeah. not have another opportunity to understand that from that age. Right. So I think that's powerful. I'm excited. Okay, Thank you. I'm excited <laughs> as well. I, every day I wake up with the anticipation of what, what is it that God has for me to do today. That's great. Yes. That's powerful in itself. And you get up and you discipline yourself to actually be in that position to hear what he's about to do for that day. Yes. But the struggle is real. It is real. <laughs> It is it's real. real. It so is some real. days it's hard. Listen, I know what you're talking about. Yes. So I'm excited again. I'm so grateful that you came and you shared. Thank you for Because having. you shared your heart with these people today. And I know they are very impacted by what you said. you so much for sharing with us today Lydia people are going to be impacted by what you shared and I thank you for sharing your heart thank you for having me absolutely I counted a blessing that you even selected me oh to be on your, on your panel absolutely you are a powerful lady well thank you I had to let the people know <laughs> okay so tell us how we can stay connected with you well you can connect with me at my website it's Lydia B Dunn D-U-N-N photography.org and you can also find me on Facebook at Lydia B. Dunn Photography. And thank you all for connecting with us today. Remember, beauty begins the moment you decide to be yourself. I'm your host, Melanie Ivy. Thank you for joining Beautifully Made. See you next time.